Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 15 of Talk About It, Sis. I am your host, Maya, and I'm here with my co-host, Amanda. Um, and today we have a special guest, my friend, Walden. Walden, Hi. Uh, you want to tell people a little bit about yourself, where you're from? Yes, sure. I'm Walden. I'm from California, but I've lived in Brooklyn for eight years now, and I love it. I'm in Fort Greene. Cool. And how old are you? I'm 26. So today we're going to talk about um, women and communication around sex. And I wanted to talk about this convo because it came up with like a group of friends when I was out one night, essentially. And I was talking about how like I like to communicate throughout the different steps of like what whatever you would call foreplay or sex. Like, I don't mind if a man asks to kiss me. I don't find that unattractive. And I was having a conversation where with a with men uh, and women who were present and a dude was like, I thought women found it unattractive to ask, you know, if she wants me to put it in. And the woman I was with also was like, yeah, I don't want him to ask. It, it kills the mood. Like, I just want him to do. And I was like, yeah, no, that, <laughs> that doesn't work <laughs> for me. Um, and we were also talking about just like communication in general um, around like telling people what you like um, and figuring out like what works for both parties in the bed room so i wanted to i guess start with some some statistics around sex so 18.4 percent of women orgasm from vaginal sex alone which is not a lot in my opinion (laughs) and 95 percent of heterosexual men uh usually or always orgasm during partnered sexual activity and 65 percent of heterosexual women also 59 percent of women have faked an orgasm we can all say we've probably done on that must in be our higher. day. <laughs> yeah, definitely must. My number seems low. Yeah. And women in a relationship uh, for six months or longer are six times as likely to orgasm during a sexual encounter than a woman who's having a first time hookup. So, with a partner you don't know, which I find yep. makes a lot of sense. Um, yep, I it's agree. A, yeah, because it's like about <laughs> knowing the person's body. Um, yes. But yeah, I guess I wanted to start with you guys' opinion. Um, of, like, do you think it's taboo for a woman? to be able to express her sexual needs. You want to go first, Walden? You're the guest. Sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. I can go first. Absolutely not. It's really important to communicate. I, but I think it's like a practice, just like everything else. Like you really have to kind of practice communicating. Like it's going to feel awkward in the beginning. And then you kind of start doing it more and more. And you realize that like, this is what good sex is. It's like listening to your partner as much as it is kind of communicating your needs. So super important, but we need to work on it. Um, it's not taboo for me, but I I think when I was, I would say when I was in my twenties, it was, it even just coming out of high school, that would have been like, I graduated in 2004, between like 2004 and like 2018, <laughs> I still feel like, you know, men and, and some women were judging women who were outspoken about what they wanted in the bedroom, um, what they wanted and what they didn't want, but mostly what they wanted. Cause it's okay to kind of be like, Oh, I don't want to do this. It makes some people perceive that woman is pure, but mm-hmm. to be like truly outspoken, like how we have all these women rappers now talking about sex and stuff that just wasn't a, a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was For considered sure. risque 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel the same way. Like, in my early 20s and in my late 20s, honestly, I felt like I definitely had issues, like, expressing what I wanted um, for fear of, like, how the man would respond or if mm-hmm. it was deemed, like, inappropriate to him. I mean, we, Amanda, mm-hmm. were you sent a, a meme the other day or you posted it um, about, like, the complex that a lot of males in society have with, like, the the hoe or the housewife and there is like mm-hmm. no combination of that it's either or either the, you're the wife that he can bring home to mom and he sees you as like a saint and he doesn't want to do things to you in the bedroom that seem like something that would be in a porno <laughs> or you're like mm-hmm. a hoe yeah. who's like more of an object and he can do whatever he wants with you but he's definitely not bringing you home to mama so yeah. I think I definitely like internalized a lot of that growing up and like even recently I feel like I've had sexual encounters like now I'm a lot more comfortable like expressing what I want doing what I want but I've had men say things to me like oh you must watch a lot of porn and and, like when I dug deeper into like why the person made that comment I'm like why would you make that comment what do you mean I must watch a lot of porn and he's like (laughs) either that or you've had sex with a lot of people so because I'm experienced (laughs) I because I'm experienced can't be just that hey maybe I like learned my body through reading and research exactly And playing with yourself. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) exploring myself. But I can't, like, know myself without having, like... Had to have had sex with a bunch of people. So yeah, what do you got? Do you guys want to add to like any of the stigmas that you feel come with expressing yourself? Or I definitely get like I was I'm just out of a relationship, and I feel like I definitely got that like wifey versus hoe, and I'm like seeing it now that I'm out of it. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a completely different way of having sex, which is a shame. I don't know why there's that blockage of like I can't do this to you because I respect you. So, yeah, I don't uh, know. Yeah. So, wait, yeah. what do you mean by I, like, that? I respect you too much. It was like, if I want you to be a little bit more aggressive, and I'm, like, communicating that. I was told, like, no, you know, I can't, like, do that to you because I don't, like, see you in this mm. way. It's hard for me. Wow. It's hard for me to, like, do this to you. Which, yeah. on the one hand, you're like, okay, like, <laughs> you know, like, you don't... I, on the one hand, I'm, like, hearing that you don't want to do something, mm-hmm. which I need to respect, too, you know? Yeah. But it's not, like... Um, but yeah, it's, it's, and so it's, it goes both ways too. Like if they don't want to do something, that's something that they're not comfortable doing in bed too. Like, but I wish there was a little bit more kind of going back to our theme about communication, like, okay, I'm not going to do this, but let's do this rather than like, like break it down to kind of specific actions. Like I'm not gonna, I don't feel comfortable choking you, choking you in bed, but like I can do this instead, you know, instead of like, just like deading things, like I don't feel comfortable treating you like a hoe. It's like a little bit bit too uh, much of a blanket statement like I don't think I wish it was a little bit more like granular so we could get into specific acts of like what you feel comfortable doing and what you don't rather than just like no I can't do this like your wifey you know I see you in this way Ugh. yeah and I think that's extremely I'm <laughs> don't say that <laughs> I am I am because it's this whole idea around purity like the woman that I want to marry from a man's perspective obviously has to be in a and not really touched and almost a virgin, right? Men always want these almost virgins, but yet they want to be able to have sex with whoever they want. And so I completely understand where Walden's coming from because I've had experiences with um, men who like, oh yeah, yeah, I would would have a threesome, but yeah, not with my wife. Oh wow. Like, well, what about if she wants 
to experience that or it's like well no those are those things aren't for the wife those are for the side girls or the or the hoes and it's like wow wow you don't think women had sex before you (laughs) first of all they shouldn't be pleasured or they shouldn't be like i thought everybody would want a threesome at all times (laughs) no i really had a guy said he he would never have a threesome with his wife that's not for her and it's like well what are what how do you view women can she not be pleasured or enjoy sex or is it just strictly about you Yeah. Well, that's disgusting. That's what I was going to say. Like, you know, I feel like a lot of us have been trained and taught that sex is for the man. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I didn't grow up hearing anything about like, oh, this is what you do to like orgasm for women, you know, like it. And like as a teenager, I know most of the time it wasn't good, but I'm like, well, I'm going to have to pretend like it's good. So I'm just going to fake an (laughs) orgasm because I want to make him feel good about himself. So delusional. (laughs) Um, And now that I'm older, I absolutely will not fake an orgasm. But like I was asked, I, I was talking to my friend about this as well. And he was like, you know, men, well, let's not say men because that's a generalization. But he said that he feels weird asking a woman if she came. And then another person was like, well, if you a- if you have to ask her if she came, like you doing it wrong. And I like totally disagree with that. <laughs> like Because <laughs> yeah. first of all, not everybody's orgasms are like some extravagant, crazy, like, oh my God, you know, like how dep- <laughs> what's depicted in porn. Like, that's not reality. Um, And, um, yeah, like, I just feel like these are things that, like, we have to, as women, feel, number one, feel comfortable, like, asking for what we want in the bedroom. And, like, also having sex being centered around us sometimes. And, like, not just Mm -hmm. the male orgasm. Like, foreplay is really important. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many men that are, like, disgusted by uh, eating vagina. Like, I'm just like, what? What? what do you think this is like, <laughs> like you're just like I don't know I feel like and for lack of a better word sometimes I feel like a lot of men not all men obviously but a lot of men view women as like masturbation dolls like what is the difference between me and a blow-up doll if I'm not getting any pleasure out of this yeah well I was kind of talking to my friend about this too mm-hmm. like this idea of sexing not about pleasuring each other but about it's almost like become transactional mm-hmm. so like I like men are like chasing women to have sex with them and then when they get them you know it's like about fucking not so much about it, it's like a transaction like I got her we have mm-hmm. sex and it's not about like pleasuring each other which kind of relates to the communication because it, it's if it's not about pleasuring each other like if it's about as a woman just like okay like I'm letting I'm choosing to let him have me now or a man like I've got her now you know then it takes out this kind of like uh intimate component of like yeah. really trying to please each other so yeah, yeah just like the chase and the transaction of it mm-hmm. um in I a lot of cases, talk about that with Maya. I think I share with her. I unfortunately have some male friends in my life who are in their 30s and still to this day, sometimes having sex with a woman is about just meeting a quota. Like, oh, yeah. I just want to see if I can get her. Yeah, it, hey. It's in like, and sh- of course the woman has no idea, right? It's like, oh, this guy's pursuing me, but you don't know he's pursuing you to just prove that he could have sex with you, which is absolutely disgusting. But then it made me think like, dang, what lists were I, was I on? 
Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, well, the motivation behind that to me is like just extreme insecurity. You feel like you have mm-hmm. to like, yeah. b- like gather women's bodies to feel good about yourself. It's extremely problematic and honestly very scary. Yeah. Like, just, and it no, also it is. is like not about pleasure for them either in that case. Right. Like they're, this isn't like they're not, no one is experienced. I mean, you're like having sex. So, if, you know, if you're coming, it's going to feel good. But like, it's not about pleasure for them either. So it's it's kind of interesting that it's not like, yeah, it's like bad on both sides. Yeah. Mm. No, it's not just for the woman who's like not coming and being used as this object, like men who are super, you're, I think you're right, like really insecure yeah. or they're not having a good time. It's not validating. So yeah, wow. it's, it's hard for both. Mm. I never even, That actually yeah. makes me appreciate the, the random one night stand, right? <laughs> because this person doesn't know you and they haven't been trying to pursue you, but there was some sexual chemistry you guys are feeling each other and then you have like a great night because just thinking about how many men could possibly be pursuing me in terms of just checking me off the list is like where's the energy where is the chemistry i'm like really thinking yeah. back to my past like wow the one have you heard about the bets <laughs> on tv like oh i bet you can't do it but i didn't really think guys still or so many guys participate in that kind of behavior so like in the instances where you've had what one night stands do you feel like you've communicated what you've liked beforehand during a one night stand is kind of hard to communicate before mm-hmm. <laughs> but i've i've had good experiences i don't I, i've never had a um, bad one night stand well i'm not gonna say i never did i, I had but most most of them were good and they usually ended up being um, seeing them after because the sexual chemistry was good. Mm-hmm. And because they're not looking at you, you know, as an object or bet. It was kind of like that chemistry was there. You got both were feeling something. Yeah. Both, were, both people wanted to give each other something. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And um, communication can be like nonverbal too. Yes. Like that's yes. the other thing. Like, yes, it's like talking about what you like, but it's also like listening, like really hearing the other person's like body and kind of responding yes. to that. So yeah, like for one night stands, you know, it might be heavier on the nonverbal, probably like verbal communication too. I'm assuming mm-hmm. like there has to be an element of consent, but yeah, like nonverbal cues. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm like the queen of the debrief (laughs) (laughs) so like after we have sex like no we don't need to be talking about every single thing we're doing while we're having sex but like after (laughs) we have sex I have no problem saying hey like like I'd like a little bit more of this or like Mm -hmm. I'd love next time if we try this um and Mm -hmm. also asking him so like what do you like because like a lot of men like you said also feel uncomfortable communicating what they like in sex I think out of insecurity and like if I list things I find it's easier for them to say yeah i do like that instead of just mm-hmm. being like yeah like yeah. my nipple sucked you know? <laughs> yeah and then worried yeah. about if someone's going to look at them like i remember when that comment came up on twitter many years ago oh the guys were like that's gay if you want your if you want your nipples lick and so i think some guys are afraid to ask women for certain things because they're worried about if this is this a gay or not you know and i'm just like <laughs> you're really missing out you, you have to be like comfortable in your sexuality yeah. but i feel like it's yeah. also hard because like i do agree that you know societal societal acceptance and what we deem okay for each sex can feel really shaming for for both yeah. of us so I think yeah. like, I get them also not feeling comfortable. Like no's are really hard as a per- like I feel like I get told no a lot and it's like can really? be really harsh. 
Yeah. And so I like, I just going back to what I was saying before, like if it's a no and like, you know what, I don't really feel comfortable eating your ass, but like, I like doing this instead. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm putting that out there. Like I obviously we should, if you don't feel comfortable with something, you need to be able to say no. And the other person needs to hear that like period. I also wonder if like we could normalize kind of saying like, no, but I like doing this instead. Mm -hmm. Like just going back to that, like practice around sexual communication, like it becomes harder to do and you become more scared to ask for things. If you've been shut down in a harsh kind of like shameful, embarrassing way. So like when we're saying no to things or when we're kind of shaping, just like you wouldn't a normal conversation, you know, it's like, you know, I don't really, rather than like, no, that's weird. But if it's like, I love doing this. Can we try that instead? You know, I wonder if like a softer no will help. That makes sense. And I think it depends on how much like I actually care about the person. Cause if it's like somebody that I just started dating and they're telling me no for like major things I want, like, yeah, I respect that you don't like that, but you're probably not, I'm probably not going to go any further with this. And if we've been dating for three years and all of a sudden I want to try, you know, a new sex toy and you're not down for it, then okay, I get, I can understand that. But yeah. So how do you all, and this question could be for either you, Walden or Maya, but like with a partner that you see yourself with long-term or that you have been with long-term asking them to open up to something new like where's that line drawn when they say no and then bringing it back up later like hey remember that thing so I don't know how (laughs) so for me I don't know how that would work in a long-term relationship but I think for me in the beginning it's really important to be on the same page so that like we don't hit Mm -hmm. these issues later on like hey these are the things I like and bet these are I I really like to be explorative like for me being explorative in sex is like super important like I get very mm-hmm. bored very easily like I want to be trying new things I'm like researching mm-hmm. the newest you know thing we can try <laughs> like what sex positions yeah. are best like I just feel like I would not be able to have a partner that's not as sexually open I agree mm-hmm. I just don't think we would be compatible long term and yes I'm willing mm-hmm. to like compromise and like of course I'm gonna respect whatever you're comfortable with but I think realistically we should be probably having these conversations in the beginning early yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i i think it's a lot of compromise like just coming out of a long term relationship it's a lot of compromise like there there there's so many things that there's so many reasons why you're like with a person and sex is one important but like just one of the pieces so yeah i mean maybe that's my downfall but i feel like i compromise a lot Mm. around that because um you know i was like always trying to introduce new things but that's why i'm like maybe just a start is like no but because that's like how you can kind of work through that exploration because the truth is like you always have to mix things up all the time yeah and speaking of no buts (laughs) yes i'm like you my like i'm I like to explore. I want to be open to exploring things. But I remember being younger and like not liking a thumb or finger in my butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was something someone did. And I was like, okay, huh? I don't like that. Don't do that. But mm-hmm. then like later on, I was like, you know what? I actually, I actually do like that. Let's, let's do that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I guess in some instances are exposed to certain sexual acts with someone trying them mm-hmm. first. 
I don't know. Yeah, no. I've been, yeah. I've been introduced. <laughs> I know that sounds like weird, right? Because you're like, no, we have to talk. And maybe that's that nonverbal you were talking about, Walden. But I have mm-hmm. been introduced into certain sexual acts that verbally wasn't acts to me. But yeah. they were done and I liked it. And I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't I didn't know I was going to like this, but I do. And I'm not upset at it. And maybe, I don't know, that person was reading a certain verbal. I don't know if certain people can pay attention and know that you'd be open to something. I don't know. But I can't deny that I have been introduced to stuff without being verbally asked first. See, Same. like, yeah, I have too, but like, it also depends on how you do it, right? Because I, like, I can compare mm-hmm. two com- totally different, I won't say what the sex right. was, but I, know. <laughs> I can compare two different situations where it was the same sex act happening and like one person just did it mad aggressive mad forceful i was totally turned off like right, another right. person yeah. did it like very slowly without asking but then said so you like this because obviously i was responding to it uh, right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah. it was a yes, much i do was, yeah. so i was like yeah i do <laughs> and then it was fine right so those are two very different approaches to maybe like they didn't have like they didn't initially say hey can i do this thing but right they, yeah, yeah. So like i said non-verbal is really being in tune with that yeah. person's body it's also just energy like i can feel mm-hmm. when a man is kind of just like i'm just there and it doesn't even matter mm-hmm. like how i'm mm-hmm. feeling what he's doing is like mm-hmm. king to him and I'm and I'm just like on the receiving end of it like you know like as opposed to a man who really cares like am I enjoying this experience um mm-hmm. yeah. and I've had those experiences with you know both of those experiences so like uh just thinking about that like sometimes we think we need to ask things in a very like clear way but like are, do you like this or do you not like this but it doesn't have to be like like you can you know when you're texting with someone before you come over like I've been thinking about this like and kind of gauge how people like there are many ways to talk about sex as before during so there's like the non-verbal but there's like the floorboard play too so like he probably could have I wonder sometimes people are like planting seeds you know like even when you're like on a date and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like nice when people are picking up even if it's like non-sexual things like um I like recently had a moment where someone could tell that I was like feeling myself and looking for attention and that like came back later when we were having sex like you know just like picking up on things Mm -hmm. kind of that aren't related to yeah so foreplay so so the main reason I mentioned that is like you know listening start not only you know right before you're about to have sex right like for the entire time that you even have a relationship with someone in the beginning that's like my favorite kind of foreplay honestly Yeah. yeah like that before the physical it's the energy before we even get to the bedroom, which is why I think role play is so popular. And I encourage more people to participate in it (laughs) with their partners, even if it's someone they're not in a relationship with. Role play is super fun. And it's like a great way to like start off, um, you know, that exchange. Yeah. And it starts like that's relating back to the energy that you were talking about, Maya. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the energy was there because you were probably like giving consent and communication like long before that moment. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) true that's so true that like obviously foreplay does not start you know in bed it starts with like (laughs) me rubbing your shoulder you know us Uh, sending each other text messages like oh you was looking really good today some lint out your hair yeah rubbing your hair 
Yeah, like all or of like, that is for and, and like figuring out too what kind of like it's not only there are so many things that make for good sets. Like some people like a really clean like house before you yes. have sex, or like like to have a clean like body, you know, like mm-hmm. like to shower, and like you can like plant all of those seeds of what you're kind of looking to do to mm-hmm. to like create the environment that's going to make you feel like I feel like communication is about like safety, like to make you feel like safe and comfortable. You know, yeah. so that way the sex is. That's thin. key that you said that communication is about feeling safe communicating safe. things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I was just reading something the other day. Like I'm very like mental, so like t- for me, half of sex is the fantasy that I'm building up in my mind. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and sometimes that's enough for me like i know that sounds crazy but i'm like wow this is gonna be so amazing i'm thinking about all these things i just want to talk to you about all the things that i'm thinking about and then like yeah yeah, we can do them and that's great too but like just keeping that energy for me is like half of the act i'm like you maya i'm like you but i i've had dealt with men that didn't like like okay what are we doing i'll see you when i get there like no we gotta build this up man i hate that where does that come from like this fear of like participating in I I don't know because I've dealt with that a lot too just like I don't know about participating in like fantasies or participating in like kind of building up the act around mm-hmm. sex I don't know I, I think wonder it's where fear. that comes I think from. it's like not not having done it before for a lot of mm-hmm. men because I don't think yeah. a lot of women are comfortable in their sexuality understandably so so I think like yeah. not everybody's doing what we're doing not everyone's no, like, oh yeah no. I can't like you know like yeah try to like build up yeah um yeah so I think that's just like a level of comfortability but then it's also like hey like yeah this is what I like so how much are you willing to like bend Mm -hmm. not change but like open yourself up to a new person like and then speaking of like the kind of communicating we Mm -hmm. are in that day and age with well we've been in that day and age like screenshot and stuff and Mm -hmm. a lot of women rightfully so are worried about men showing their text messages to their buddies or revenge porn like I think it's it's in more women than talk about it but there's also that fear of is this guy even mature and I guess the question is why would I be having a sex with a guy who's not mature (laughs) but (laughs) I mean you really don't know that's the thing like there's some real covert people out here like Mm -hmm. some people that present themselves to be like amazing and then you realize hey they're Mm -hmm. not amazing at all I don't even know how I became so open-minded when it um came to sex I'm gonna be quite honest I have no idea but I'm here Scorpio (laughs) and I enjoy it yeah (laughs) it's the Scorpio energy girl it caught one of you (laughs) um but yeah I also think about that too like how I have learned to become like a lot freer in my sexuality mm-hmm. I think that just for me came with age like okay age, I'm having yeah. all of these sexual experiences that I'm not enjoying I feel like very weird speaking up for myself like mm-hmm. and then I'm like wait why am I doing this like this is not enjoyable <laughs> for me so what can I do yeah. to make it enjoyable for me and then honestly this um, girl on Instagram she's also Guyanese GT Massive stand up um, <laughs> so her name is Sham Booty I think I've talked about her on the pa- podcast before I yeah and she's a sex therapist uh, I don't know if that's what she would call herself but she talks a lot about sex and she's really like opened my eyes to like actually I can communicate about this like I yeah. don't care how people view me the right man is gonna 
be fine with the things that I like and be open. He might not, you know, he may not want to do everything that I want to do, but Mm -hmm. he'll be open to like hearing me out because it's about like communication. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like five years ago, that would not have been me. I'd be like, oh, he doesn't want to do this. Okay. (laughs) I came out like out the gate. Okay. You're, you're too slow. Uh, (laughs) No, you you came too fast. Get out of here. You don't want to do it again. Bye. And I definitely was not faking an orgasm. (laughs) Oh, I faked so many orgasms. So ashamed. No. (laughs) What were you going to say, Walden? Um, I I think that like when you start having sex with people who are whether it's like people who you're like friends with too mm-hmm. like that makes a big difference like mm. because I'm just trying to think about how many women are having sex with people who like they're not even friends with mm. <laughs> or like how many people like that makes it a lot harder to do what we're kind of talking about which is like communicate figure out your body with the other person figure out what you like together that's really hard when it's like someone who you aren't friends with like who you mm. only know in this one way but it's like not even in this one way really yeah. you know because you're not like communicating so yeah if, just thinking about like formative kind of moments that help you find yourself and um help you practice that sexual communication it's like mm-hmm. having sex with people who you who you actually feel like you're friends with too yeah that's true that's yeah. a very good point i knew this one woman who basically told me that she goes through like a checklist like <laughs> with men before she has sex with them if she doesn't like wow. know them well she'll be like hey like this is what i like this is what i don't like this is what's like off limits from me with for me and if you still want to have sex with her then you know the like stipulations <laughs> and i'm like okay, everyone's girl. gonna be like yes no yes like, <laughs> i'm like hey clearly it works for her she's having sex so yeah. i'm like hey do yeah. you see this like if it's working I, it's working i think it's a um a aura of confidence to me for me i think it's also just like men who give good sex they also are confident as well and i feel like the men who are insecure they're not coming at a woman who's like confident in her body and stuff because they don't get themselves embarrassed Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like it's a mutual confidence thing, but I feel like when a woman has more confidence in her body, women who approach men to me, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. my opinion, have better sex. Mm-hmm. Um, because men, my experience is men call people, have called women like me aggressive um, and too forward. And that's fine with me. If you think I'm too aggressive before, then you are not the match for me. I want the man who sees my aggressiveness and my forwardness for sex as something that he wants to participate in and he's going to give me that energy back. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I will say that it's not often that I had bad sex because I'm the prowess. (laughs) You're in control. You're in yes. control. Yes, girl. Yeah. Yes. Um, and yeah. I mean, control is like a crazy. I mean, that, that's like what you know. That, that's you knowing yourself. Like you're, yeah. and you like to be in situations where you're the one in control. And like, that too. <laughs> and like sexual situations where you're the one in control. And you can find out a lot about that with like communication before. It's like before you even get into the bedroom. So there right. you go. 
yeah, that's true um but also i was gonna talk about like like you said confident i think there's like a thin line there because like mm-hmm. there's a lot of men like i am a hundred percent sure that any man who's like oh i'm definitely gonna make you come is not gonna make me come <laughs> <laughs> like, because that type well, of that's a sign of insecurity yeah that. that's not confident yeah but it's like the overconfident masking insecurity type thing mm. But, yeah. like, anytime they come in super confidently like that, instead of, like, asking me, hey, like, what makes you come? Like, no, I definitely mm. know that I give the best. Yeah. And I'm, like, and then it's trash. <laughs> because, yeah. first of all, the that idea is based in, like, all women are the same. Right? Like, right. So, I, because I know how to give this one woman that I met really great oral sex, I know how to get every woman to come and i'm just like sir that is so misguided like everyone every woman is different what makes every woman come is different and i just think that's a really like toxic mindset so anytime i encounter men like that i'm like yeah next Mm -hmm. that's so you have a point (laughs) and there's like a huge difference between being a confident person you might be a super confident person but maybe like insecure in the bedroom or Mm -hmm. insecure like in specific situations that's true specific power dynamics within the you know like you might feel mm-hmm. confident with like some type of girls but not other types of girls like you know so yeah. i don't know it's it's like all of that can be shattered <laughs> yeah. all of the the yeah but i agree with you too exactly like anyone who's saying who makes any type of blanket statement or like i we heard someone say we heard someone say over the weekend like i'm a freak and it's like, I'm like what is a freak what makes a person a freak also exactly. right exactly exactly yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 Like, like a freak is that relative, means nothing. right yeah yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah i mean there's so nothing. many levels during sex you're like uh wait a minute <laughs> am yeah. i really a freak <laughs> yeah yeah really yeah. If someone said I'm a good listener, then you're like, oh, right. you good listener, you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you both think about women as the gatekeepers of sex? I mean, this is obviously super heteronormative, like just being mindful of that, especially Pride Month. But yeah, like uh, I heard someone say something this weekend like women are the gatekeepers of sex and men are like the gatekeepers of marriage but like you know kind of going back to that point of like we're in control of when we allow when sex happens or when it doesn't um so putting it out there what are your thoughts on that i I can see that in some instances. Um, and I do think society pushes that view in movies and TV, the married man who, who you know, whose wife controls when he gets it. I, I just finished watching uh, Little Fires Everywhere. And it. the main character only had sex on like, I think it was like Thursdays and Saturdays. <laughs> it was just like really weird. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's like men with money can get sex whenever they want. <laughs> they pay for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's like mm-hmm. one of those case by case things. Maya. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess I also get the sentiment when we're talking about, I guess, heterosexual relationships. But like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I heard a guy say, I can't remember what it was in relation to, but he was like, you would be very surprised by how often men are not having sex. Like men, we think men yeah. are having like all this sex and just like, yeah. yeah. And then he was like, the reality is a lot of men are not having sex because they don't have anybody to have sex with. And I'm like, hmm, I guess wow. I yeah. 
And I was like, interesting. <laughs> I'm like, Very I guess it depends depends on who you are. Like you said, money is a factor. Age is a yeah. factor. Area is a factor. Power. I think men with power, power and political status, guys with money, athletes, I think they all have an unlimited supply of, of women. <laughs> Yeah. But it's true to say, like, not not everybody, you know, sometimes you're just, like, tired and want to, like, you know, yeah. like, it's true. Like, I think I probably have, like, a false idea that people, because I sometimes feel like I'm, like, turning people down, you know, I'm, like, like, from sex, like, so because we're turning people down, I think I have, like, a false idea in my mind of, like, how mm-hmm. much people, like, uh, you know, yeah. are, are having sex or are w- wanting to have sex. Like, yeah. probably not that much. And I think for me, it's different because I've pretty much in all my relationships, either we've had equal sex drive or I've been the one with higher sex drive. Um, so, yeah, I think that might be like a different experience. And it's interesting because I, I have like, I guess, felt like shame around that mm. in the past because men have always like I've had dudes be like, damn, damn, mm. like your sex drive is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like you like a man. And I'm like, no like it's not about no. gender just people have different <laughs> sex drives <laughs> and yeah. like, I felt it's that not way. weird that i want to have sex a lot like yeah like it also I've, comes and goes it like ebbs and flows if you're feeling good you you know yeah. like work life things and you know what's going on like yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's just i think in general it's always made to seem like men are the only ones thinking about sex all the time and like yeah. it's their main that's reason true. for life and women right. kind of just put up <laughs> yeah. with it and that's not reality yeah mm-hmm. yeah really good point yeah so i think like the most important point that we were i guess we're trying to push this whole time is like the importance of communication during sex like everybody is different despite gender Everybody has the things that they like and the things that they don't like. And we should all feel comfortable having these discussions. And practicing it. Like the more you practice it, the better you get, you know? So sometimes it might feel awkward. Sometimes you might feel like you're saying the wrong thing. You try to send a flurry text, it might come off the wrong way. The more you practice, the better, like all communication, the more you practice sexual communication, the better you'll get and the better sex will have. Thank you guys so much for joining us for episode 15 of Talk About It, Sis. Thank you so much, Walden, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so we will see you guys in episode 16.